Good morning and welcome. Welcome to. Hey. Welcome to. Which one are we going to do first? Welcome to. Where are welcome we? Welcome to Dirty Secrets for yeah. Small Business. We're on our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. How about that? Uh, yes, we're, we're recording so much, I don't know where we're at either. <laughs> but no, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, and and uh, our company, which is Maximum Value Partners. It's our business coaching company. I'm Jack Mancini, and I'm with my partner of longstanding, longstanding partner, business partner, since there's so many different partners today. <laughs> and uh, we've been together 20 years or more, a little more than that. And uh, what we do is coach owners of small businesses. We help them get their business problems prioritized in ways that they can start to handle them and have their own business make more sense to them in ways they never thought. They hear lots of terms uh, and business terms and they don't really understand them. And it takes years for them to really get comfortable in the business world. They, they have a, usually a good idea that's being worked on and worked on hard and getting the business things like uh, accounting and, HR and stuff like that. It's not their, their, their strength and they don't like it for the most part, but yet it has to be done. Every successful business has those issues that uh, have their own sets of problems, which come up and in our 20 plus years, we've seen them all. And we either, Adam and I have either owned companies, uh, bought companies, help people buy companies, sell companies, audit companies, uh, just make them better through the process. And it's all done through our coaching process. But uh, what we do is take a problem that has come up during the times we meet. We meet a couple times a month for the most part. And the owner has those problems and he talks to them and we work up solutions for him. So what he does, or the owner will do, will basically learn that way. That's how we teach it. And we also take some of these problems that we teach and bring them into our podcast. It's uh, our podcasts are numbering 300 and what? 380? Not, not quite. This is episode 355. 355. But we're, okay. we're yeah, more than halfway to 400, Jack, if that's what you're looking for. We're past the 350 mark. So 355 is, is today's show. Good enough. <clears throat> so what we do is take a problem and, and work with the owner in terms of uh, where that problem fits and what a possible solution or two would be. And they learn and go on and solve their problem and we move on to the next one, etc. We have a lot of fun doing it. We don't take on anybody. We, we uh, turn down clients who want to be coached by us uh, because we don't think they'll make the fit. They won't make the cut. And in our early going, we would take on anybody who applied, but that was a long time ago. Hmm. And the reason we do it is we don't want to take on somebody who basically will not be successful. And we define success as growing profitable, growing, growing sustainable profits. And if you stay with the, what we have is the seven, seven point success track that we use to teach and if you stay with us on this you'll be successful so today we're going to talk about 
We've been on a little roll here with uh, generation, generational transfers. And how does that work? How do you do that? How do you teach the next generation everything you know, you know, about the business? Do you just say, which is often the case, or do you just say, hey, kid, follow me around for six months, and I'll teach you everything you have to know about this business? Most kids are, are who are part of the business uh, have the advantage of being in the business for quite a while. So that's a one, one type of transfer and problems. And uh, uh, another situation consists of somebody just learning for the first time that they really want to be in the company. So that would be a, uh, a pretty quick transition, which it takes, takes years to do it right for the most part unless the owners have been doing it for years in certain ways. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about teaching the next generation everything you know. And it's not as complicated as you may think like all these things aren't. So Adam, take it away. Jack. Yes, welcome everybody to Dirty Secrets of Small Business. I don't think you gave the name of our show. That's the name of the, the podcast. You gave it Maximum Value Partners being the coaching company. But this is Dirty secrets of small business, and to answer the this might be a short show, Jack, because you know I know I you're big, I know you're a big fan of Star Trek, and uh, so it's just a simple Vulcan mind meld, isn't it? That's it. You kind of come up, and everything I know, I place my hands on your on your on your head, and everything's transferred. Isn't that, isn't that how that works? Is that, I, I got I'm not a huge Trekkie. I know you're a big Trekkie, Jack. You maybe can correct me that, but it's my understanding that's how that works, right? You can get transfer information very quickly like that. That's right. You just, right. Uh, you know, you, you, you dump your computer, you know, that's in effect what you do. That's it. The Vulcan mind melt. Okay. That was a great show, Jack. Okay. So I, uh, <laughs> if it was only that easy, right? If it was only, if it was only that easy. So unfortunately what happens, what, what's the most popular way to do it? It's, it's, it's what I'll call the, the non, the non Vulcan mind meld, but it's kind of like the, the, the Vulcan mind meld. It's a, uh, Hey kid, just follow me around. For six months, kind of do what I do type thing, right? Is that is that kind of a, uh, I would say a cheaper version or or a different that's version? A, that's the un, uninformed way of doing it version. Somehow, see, somehow, like your cell phones, your cell phone can transfer like that. That's a mind melt, right? Okay, yeah, everything moves over. You're right. Also, you know, so magically by some form of a mind melt or by just osmosis or or by observation, I'm going to be able to figure out everything that's kind of kind of going on, what to do, and, and, and how to get that done. And while that's a helpful start, that's good for somebody to kind of see what you're currently doing. Again, this is you as the current owner, but if you're starting to wrestle with that, there can be a lot of demons that kind of, that kind of get into your mind. And so um, the reason why this becomes a big deal, as you might imagine, you want to make sure that before you leave, before you exit the business, you want to, again, you want to transfer all that knowledge you, you have. And it, it's likely decades of knowledge. And, but like many things, Jack, not all data, not all information is created equally. So how do you, how do you prioritize two, three decades of stuff? And if you're the one who started the business from, from ground zero, you now have a, you now have a, um, a running business and you're turning that over. And so chances are you've never come into a business that's been operating before. You have no experience in transitioning something like this. So you can just kind of wing it 
hey, kind of follow them around. We'll kind of figure it out. Or, you know, just ask me the questions. Come back to your cell phone example, Jack. It's like, you know, when you go get that new cell phone and the young person at the at the store whips through everything real quickly and shows you stuff and you kind of you kind of smile and nod. They say, any questions? And you're like, yeah, no, I think I got it. For, you know, because you don't even know what the heck to ask until you bring the phone home and all of a sudden the first 10 minutes of futzing around with it, all of a sudden you realize you, you, you don't know how to do something or, or, or the, the the old phone used to do it a certain way. This one's, you know, where it might be. And all of a sudden after a couple hours, you've got a list of questions, right? So that, that next generation doesn't really know what questions to ask. Right? I know that process very well. <laughs> the cell phone process? Yeah. Yep. Or any kind of new technology. So The transferring of information. Right. It can, it can be very difficult. So, so it comes down to trying to figure out and help to prioritize what are those most important things. And, 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 and we often see, Jack, the, the, you know, there's, there's stories that the current generation wants to share. And there are often things that happened, again, years or decades ago. And they're often maybe kind of like the, the, some worst case scenarios or some terrible things that kind of happen. And, and they want to just, you know, let that next generation know about it. Like here, if this happens, here's what, you know, here's ways to go about doing it. And often those stories don't really relate or that they haven't seen that, you know, haven't seen the experience. And at the end of the day, it's impossible to transfer all of your knowledge and experience to somebody else. So don't try to transfer it all. So part of the, the, the question here is knowing what to start to transfer, what to focus on. And what's the most important things to make sure that once you do transition the business, that you don't have to come back in. Because once you stop running the business, stop owning the business, it's very, very difficult to get that cranked back up again. Very difficult. And that's not good for you. It's not good for the business. It's not good for the next generation either to have it that way. So how do you do it, Adam? How do you do it? Well, a couple of points I want to kind of bring up, the things we've talked about a lot on the show as well as off the air here. One is we talk about that role of the owner and CEO. And we define that role in three very simple words. <clears throat> Plan, direct, and control. So if you're the current owner, what kind of things are you doing in terms of planning, directing, and controlling the business? Are you doing those things? Chance are you doing some of those things, but you know, are you doing them? Are you doing them well? And when we tie into that, a big part of the planning comes back to our seven keys to success. And that's what you want the next generation to start to master. If they understand, you know, it's because it, chances are nine times out of ten, that next generation is going to be as good or perhaps better at delivering the products or services of the business. Because often they get brought up through that. They, they have some expertise. So if you're in a construction business, chances are, you, you know, that next generation knows all the different kind of jobs that you do and how to do those jobs. And may, maybe they brought some new technology to bear that, that they can do it better than you can, right? Or if it's an engineering firm or if it's, you know, whatever it might be, that, that, that knowledge in terms of the product or service is often there. So that isn't necessarily the, the knowledge you need to transfer, Jack. It's more the business knowledge. So... The, the the marketing part to understand who our good customers are how do customers come in here how does that work how do we deal with all the people folks coming and going all the numbers the planning how do i know if we're making money or not so being able to not only understand 
a balance sheet and a P&L <clears> and, <throat> and, and your cash forecast. Start to be able to kind of use those to run the business. So a lot of times when we get involved, a big part of what we do with, with our clients when we, when we get involved in a transition like this is we help to kind of you know set the table and get things focused around plan direct control and the seven keys. And seeing, first of all, where is the current generation? How are they on the on the seven keys? Do they have them all knocked out, ready to go? Or do a few of them need a little bit of love and attention, which is kind of usually where they are at? And then what's that next generation know about those seven keys? Are they even involved in it? Or are they simply involved in just the production? And yeah, they're aware that, yeah, we've, you know, we've had some tough years or some good years. They, they, they have a sense of it, but they necessarily, aren't necessarily involved in it. So to us, that's usually a good starting point to start to get those parts figured out and focused on. And it helps to prioritize for you as the current generation, figure out what things do I need to make sure I'm starting to transfer in terms of what we know about, how we're doing it. So when you look at the organization, you've got all kinds of people who are there. You've got employees, you've got vendors, you've got customers. So just because you've been using certain people, does that mean the next generation is going to use the same kind of people or somebody else? So you start to kind of figure through those and start to understand and, and prioritize what are the most important things. But take the pressure off yourself of having to let them know everything because this is not going to be possible short of somehow you get to get the Vulcan. Is Vulcan a planet? I don't even know. Is Vulcan a planet or just a, a race? Or what is Vulcan, Jack? Is that, is that a planet? It's a uh, species. <laughs> okay. So unless you somehow meld with the with the Vulcan somehow, um, don't worry about trying to transfer everything, but try to transfer the right things, the biggest priorities. Because at, at the end of the day, the next generation is going to do things their way too, right? They're going to have a certain way that, they, you know, there might be some similarities to how you were doing it. The chances are it's going to be a little different as well. And different isn't always better or worse it's just different it's different yeah so what do you think jack in terms of the priorities <laughs> well the priorities are set in the seven keys to success and it gives you an organized an organized look at your business and a way to run it if you again master those seven keys you're in as good a shape as you can be with your small business. So to look at those and talk them through and have pretty meaningful discussions, it's the way to go. And sometimes we'll fall off the track and start to uh, solve problems and all of a sudden we're, we're into operations and we don't want to be there. So our coaching will, will start with a, a vision. You know, what, where do you want to be? Yeah, you transferring this because of what what are the reasons you're transferring your company to to your next generation what why you want to get away you want to retire you want to use these words describing it and it takes a meaningful discussion with ways of you presenting eventually on each of these seven to six topics and when you present if you present well it means you know the the subject pretty well. If you can't present, just desires aside, you know, a lot of people don't like to stand in front of a group or even a handful of people and present. They don't like it at all. It's it's worse than death. 
<laughs> so you avoid it in many, many ways. But if you get up and do it in front of a few people like us and maybe your, your family, uh, it's a growing, it's a growing opportunity that just, you know, doesn't come along every day and you're presenting and eventually whoever you're transferring this company to has to present and they'll present also along the seven keys. And with that, the objective is to basically give you, give you the assurance and comfort that they know what the heck they're doing. Because these seven keys involve everything that goes on in the business, everything. There's nothing in, in the business that can't be plugged into one of these keys. And if you master that key by presenting well, and that transfers now your, your, the person, your people you're generating or you're, you're transferring the company to, as a confidence to go do it. Hey, dad did this and dad never got up and spoke in front of anybody in his life. unless he was yelling at me, you know? Right. So here he is. He did it. I'd like you to do it too, Adam. You be the, you be the, uh, transferee or the transferor, whatever. You're going to be the one receiving the company. And I want to be comfortable that you know what you're talking about. If you could picture this for a moment, that's a great picture. Here's the person getting your company, explaining it back to you, what, what he or she would do, <clears throat> excuse me, running this company. And so, yeah, that's how I prioritize that. And a big, a big motivator here, Jack, is not only that they want the next generation to be successful, obviously, but there's also some financial pieces to this. Because chances are part or maybe even the entire part of this transaction is going to be funded by that next generation. The way a lot of these transfers happen is there might be some down payment, but there's often a seller's note that that current generation takes back. And so part of what you're trying to do is to protect that investment and ensure that those payments you're counting on after you've exited the business continue to come in every month, Jack. And so how do you gain that confidence that it's okay to step away? Because if you think about it and what we've experienced, what we, you know, and maybe you're listening, this is something that, that you experience as well. There are so many business owners, Jack, that we meet that have trouble leaving their business for something like a vacation. You know, that, that's only a few days, perhaps maybe in a few weeks. So if you have angst and anxiety about how things are going to, go when you're on vacation what happens when you go on a permanent vacation you know the, that anxiety level starts to really start to increase and so the best way that we have found to get that confidence that, 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 that jack was talking about which is those seven keys and, and having that next generation present because if somebody's presenting they can't fake it they got to know their stuff jack because you're up there on that stage naked and people are firing firing stuff at you so you gotta be ready to handle those questions and if you're handling those things well, you're responding to it, you're on top of things. doesn't mean you have all the answers, but you're saying, hey, here's what's going on. I'm aware of that. Here's our plan for whatever that situation might be, right? But you're, you're on top of those things. You're talking about the most important things in the business. That's where that current generation gets confidence in the next generation that they can then start to kind of back away. And we always try to paint that picture that like you were painting, Jack, where when the exit happens for the current generation, 
when it relates to day-to-day -day business, it should be an, almost a non-event. Because at that point, that current generation has stepped away from the day-to-day -day operations enough that the business doesn't, doesn't feel it from that standpoint. Because again, things have been running well without them doing that day-to-day -day stuff. Obviously, there'll be a big celebration and, and all this kind of good things. And, you know, as everybody has that send off, but from a, from a day to day operations, from a, a customer standpoint, that, you know, a vendor standpoint, they shouldn't really notice any difference from that standpoint because things are, you know, things have been run by that next generation already, almost kind of a, a trial run, so to speak, Jack. And that's a big, that's usually one of the starting points. But when somebody finally decides, and it isn't like, People wake up one morning, Jack, and go, okay, boom, today's the day. Let's start transitioning the business. You know, it's something that's it's in there, usually for, for months or years. And they finally come to the conclusion that, okay, now I'm ready. And as we know, Jack, so many of the owners, once they make a decision, they want it to happen yesterday. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> okay, let's go now. <laughs> and it becomes kind of their full-time focus, which is wonderful, but... That can't be the full-time focus of the business because it takes time to transition stuff. And the one thing that you don't want to do, what I think about when this question comes up about you know teaching that next generation everything that I know about the business is, as we talk about Jack, that big fire hose. And if you're trying to drink that fire hose, folks, you know, yeah, you get some of the water, but not very much of it. A lot of it gets spilled all over the place, all over you, all over, the, you know. Okay, so we want to trickle it out. Nice little maybe a nice stream of a drinking fountain or water fountain that's there. Right? You, you want to have it come out but so it can be taken in and absorbed. And it's going to be some trial and error. Again, to you, your point, you're giving that example, Jack. The, the way the current generation does things in terms of their style and their approach to things, well, if they're a pound on the fist, you know, on the table kind of person and the next generation is not, well, guess what? We, we don't want the next generation, you know, being something that they're not. They've got to do things their own way. And so to try to figure out what that kind of, kind of looks like that's so, where most of the controversy comes in you know uh daughter daughter doing it this way while while father is watching and all of a sudden father can't stand it anymore and he has to blow right so arguments come because hey this is the way you do it it's the way i've been doing it for 30 years blah 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 so yeah that that those are those are the those intersections are the tough part of of uh of this deal we know the mechanics there's a lot of people who can help in the mechanics but there aren't a lot of people who have these seven keys that guide the process right when jack's referring to the mechanics to make sure we're clear he's talking about kind of doing the deal what's the deal look like we get involved with that too in terms of how does the deal look how should it be structured but yeah you know we've got you know you got tax attorneys and and cpas and and financial planners right so try to make sure that you minimize tax impact and you look at you know what can things be afforded and what's you know all those kind of things. So all this stuff, to your point, Jack, happens before we even get to that part, right? That's right. Because that's right. You know, you, you know that part is a little oh, it's a little more straightforward. But you know this and, and, and the timing of this too. That's, I think it's important. We haven't talked about that at all, Jack. You know, what do you think a a fair time frame or something like this you know, to help kind of transition stuff over? You know, is you mentioned tomorrow. Okay, so tomorrow isn't, isn't the answer, but six months enough time jack can it, can it happen that quickly well the famous the famous answer is it depends <laughs> it depends on the famous would, answer okay you know to get the company properly vetted and and set up 
to uh, to do this the legal and the accounting work as adam's saying with insurance and those those are pretty well well established and that isn't where the problems are there's very competent advisory uh involved there where you don't see a lot of effort but yet it's still main it, it's the main ingredient for success you know it's informing the new incoming about how this company works not just the technical part but how the people work and and how how it pushes out its product and that's what you study and that study if you frame the the objective which is what the seven keys do if you frame the objective and then you have assignments given to the person who's going to be taking over and have those played back to you and then have a presentation of the work that this person's been doing and the objective of that is to make you feel comfortable that this person i could see him standing up on stage and uh getting the troops all motivated <laughs> and that that kind of completes the process you got all the legal and accounting work done and the financial work done everything's agreed to i have confidence that my daughter can take over this company and run it actually better than me so i mean that's that's the ultimate home run here all right so that's <clears throat> that's the long answer i'll give the short answer the short answer is think in terms of years not months i would say from a timing standpoint now it can happen quicker if there you know if there's some sort of a uh, <clears throat> a medical issue going on jack we're all said hey we only got six months to live okay well you got six months and you know you you try to ramp it up a little bit but assuming we don't have any of those kind of um outside forces pushing us you know a couple of years at least is a good is a good time frame to be thinking about now again depending how things go and depending what has happened to date, because again, maybe you've done a good job of transferring a lot of the knowledge already. Um, but usually it's, it's at least a couple of years. And we encourage our clients to, to, to be open about that. Let's have a plan in place. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, let's put a two, three, two or three year window out there. It's kind of our, our stake in the ground. And then we keep, to your point, Jack, you keep aiming towards that. Now, if things change and you want to accelerate it, move it up. Hey, Jim, I'm ready sooner than I thought. Okay, you can move it up. If for some reason things are kind of dragging out. Again, life happens. Things happen. Okay, hey, maybe we need to push it out for a couple more years. But a, a big part of this is make sure that we're talking about it and, and aware of it and making sure it's a play. Because it, the, the transition part becomes like another job to a certain extent, Jack. I mean, for people to think about it, it, it's things you're doing that are outside the normal day-to-day -day running of the business. And as we were saying before, maybe <laughs> you as a current generation, well, maybe you've you've kind of pulled back in terms of your, your activity day-to-day. -day, but guess what? The next generation may be putting in 60 or 70 hour weeks. And so the idea for them to add another 20 hours a week of stuff for transition just isn't, isn't realistic, right? Just, it, it, just, it just doesn't happen because they just don't have the time or the energy to, to do it all that quickly. So from a patient standpoint, that's why I, again, come back to what the priorities are and what we help with the seven keys and make sure we know we're talking about the right kind of things. The last thing you want to do is spend time on things that aren't as important, that aren't helping to move that ball forward towards getting you to the point where you're ready to transition and you feel like that knowledge has been tra has been transferred so you can comfortably step back and make that deal start to happen. Well, Adam, Adam before mentioned three key words that describe the CEO. And the CEO is the person who should be leading this vision, okay? Whatever it may be. 
And those three words are plan, direct control. And we have to, to do this right, have a plan for transition outside of just the legal and the numbers. And that is, can Sally run this company? How do I feel good about that? So she has to have uh, she has to have an education, and not not formal college, but an education in what's important. And if we were just ask you, and you ask this yourself, what do I do that's important? What do I have to convey to her <laughs> to be successful? That's, that's a, the plan. That's you work the plan. What's that's that? A, that's a great question. <laughs> Sit and ponder that question for a second. What What do I do that's important? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a good. That's a good question, Jack. I like that question. Well, the self-analysis is huge, you know, right. and and uh, can I even express that? Can I come close to doing it? Can I come close to expressing that? And that's a pretty telltale sign that this company isn't ready for transfer, but yet it'll still go ahead in the small business world. Right. So, and then uh, controlling, executing and controlling. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, these they sound like Biden coughing <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, so plan direct control, huge, huge, uh, three word encapsulation of uh, what it takes to be a CEO, right? Okay, so <clears throat> part of our, our goal for today's show was to help maybe calm the waters here a little bit, help you take a, take a breath because again, you, you once you decide you want to kind of do stuff. Let's pause for a second, step back a little bit and say, okay, how do we kind of make this thing start to happen? And so the first taking our breath is to, to realize that we don't have to, to transfer all the knowledge, just the most important stuff. And coming back to our seven keys, the plan, direct control, help you focus on what those most important things are and to be able to kind of prioritize those things. That will help make this process flow, flow much better and help calm you down of not putting the pressure on having, again, transfer all that knowledge and do that is it like this, the Vulcan mind meld? Come out like that, Jack. Come Something through. like that, yeah. That's right. All Split right. the fingers there. That's it. I got that. I got that. So not, not, I, I know not, not everybody can do that. So, you know, maybe I'm part Vulcan somehow. I didn't know. Anyway, so, <clears throat> so that's what we want to kind of cover for, for the show today. Hopefully uh, you found it helpful. And if, if you like what you heard and, you, you know, as we mentioned at the outset here, this is episode 355. It means we have 354 other episodes and they're much like the one from today where they aren't tied into a... Um, happening today it's it's ongoing small business guidance and advice to help um, whether it be grow sustain or transition your business and you can get them all at our website dirty secrets of small business.com and if you click there on the episodes tab you'll see a search bar there and that enables you to put in whatever question thoughts you've got it'll feedback whatever shows we have to cover the topic if you don't find one that suits your uh or answers the question for you, you can, you can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 330-849-0670. Be happy to answer the question for you directly, or we can create a show like we did today. And chances are, if you have that question, somebody else does as well, and they'll be happy you reached out and, and, and asked the question. Uh, better yet, if, you, if you're listening to us on your, on your smart device, whatever your favorite podcast player, it could be iHeart or Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you search for Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to our episodes and we drop, uh, subscribe to the show, sorry. We usually drop a new episode every Thursday morning. So it'll be delivered right there to your smart device and you can get all the old episodes there as well. So I appreciate you being with us again this week. 
and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye.